This morning, Father, we gather here to hallow your name. Father, please accept our worship in Jesus' name. Peradventure, there is someone here who is not saved, or someone here who is not worthy to worship you. Father, we pray for mercy that you elevate them from that low stature to that higher status where they can worship you in spirit and in truth in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for everyone here who has covered the distance. It's a mark of honor to you, Father. Receive it and honor us back in return in the mighty name of Jesus. Make ways for us. Lord, I agree with your people here that there shall not be any losses. There shall not be any losses. There shall not be any losses. No matter what the plans of the devils are, the plans of God is greater. Therefore, we silence every plans of the wicked. We say none shall come to fruition in the name of Jesus. Lord, as we go into your word, please open it to us. Give us understanding. Grace our life to be able to do the things we hear in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. Knowing that you are faithful, blessed be your name forever. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. If you believe in your prayers, put your hands together. And lift up one of your legs and shout, Hallelujah! Amen! Please, you may be seated as you shake the hands of your neighbors. Shake the hand of the person on your right, on your left. Thank God, coronavirus is far away from us. Amen! Our God is good. He is gracious and faithful. Amen. I want to talk to you about what you've been talking about all through this month, which is simply thanksgiving. Amen. I strongly believe that there is a reason why as a church, God steered of your heart to discuss the issue of thanksgiving and gratitude to God. I want us to please open our Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8. I'd like to appreciate all workers in the house. If you are a worker, put your hands together for Jesus. You can do better if you are a worker in the house. So that those who are not workers will be jealous and become workers. Put your hands together for Jesus. Give God praise. Praise the Lord. If you are not a worker, please join the workforce. There is nothing like serving God with all of your heart. And may the Lord give you the grace to do so in Jesus' name. If you don't serve God, who else? Who else? Praise God. Please be involved. The Bible says, seek ye first, what? The kingdom of God and its righteousness. And all other needs will be met. And that will be your testimony in Jesus' name. I also like to appreciate the pastorate, my beloved brother and pastor, Pastor Dan Habu and the wife. 
And all the ministers in the house, the Lord bless you. And keep taking you from glory to glory in Jesus' name. Deuteronomy chapter 8, we read from verse 11. Now, note how verse 11 started. Beware, Deuteronomy 8 from verse 11. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God. In not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his status, which I command thee this day. Least when thou hast eaten and art full, and hast built godly houses and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy what? Silver and thy gold is multiplied. And all that thou art is what? Is multiplied. There's somebody under the sound of my voice. Beginning from now, you will only know multiplication. Amen. Verse 14. He said, Then thy heart be what? Be filled up. And thou forget. And thou forget. Is there a possibility? Yes. That is why he's warning us. And thou do what? Forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage, who led thee through the great and terrible wilderness. We are in, we are fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water. Who brought thee forth water out of the rock of flint? Who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee to do thee good, at thy latter end. I thought somebody would say amen to that. Amen. Your latter end shall be greater than your former. Amen. Don't be scared of old age. Maybe there's a message for somebody here. You are scared that, ah, I'm getting old. Don't be scared of old age. There is a God that can carry you in your old age. He said, I will carry you even in your old age. There is a God that can make old age comfortable ages for you. Praise the Lord. There is a God who sustains the whole universe. He's able to sustain you even up to your old age. Say to your neighbor, fear not. I know the younger ones, you, don't have, you are not thinking of old age now. <laughs> Praise God. But when you begin to approach 60, 65, you know that, ah, what's happening here? <laughs> there is a God who can sustain you all through your lifetime. Listen to me, friends. The attitude of thanksgiving and gratitude is something you need throughout the journey. Throughout this journey called life. 
It shouldn't be for a particular occasion alone. It shouldn't be for a particular age alone. It is something that you need throughout the journey. And more importantly, what God, when God has done everything we enumerated here in your life. I want to ask a question. Is there anybody here who God has at one time or the other have answered your prayers? Let me see your hands up. After answering your prayer, what do you do? I can't hear you. God does something in your life, you should learn to give thanks. You should learn to appreciate Him. And when you think you have come to the level that you are full, God has so much blessed you. God has built houses for you. God has given you cars. God has given you even spiritual blessings. Which far outweighs material blessings. What should you continue to do? Continue to give thanks. Why? Because it is what gives you stability and growth continually. I want to repeat it again. It is what gives you what? Stability and continuous growth. And that is why the Lord is warning us here. Don't ever get to the point that you forget God. Never in your life. Get to the point that you are now strong. There is a king in the Bible. Second Chronicles 26. The Bible says God so much blessed him that there were inventions in his days as a king. There was so much prosperity in his days like a king, and in the days as a king. In fact, Uzziah, I mean Isaiah himself made a mistake. And the people in that generation just concluded, this king is the Messiah we are looking for. Not until when Uzziah died... That the eyes of Isaiah was open to be able to see the true God. In the days of Uzziah, there was so much prosperity, invention, renovation. There was peace. God gave him peace. But he got to a point, he became proud. He became full of himself. Uzziah that would sit in the, under the teachings of Zachariah to learn of God at a point he gave up. You will not give up. You will not give up. You will continue to give thanks. You will continue to give thanks in the mighty name of Jesus. And when you continue to give thanks, it is the fuel that is needed by heaven to continue to bless you. The more you give thanks, the more God blesses you. The more God reaches out to you. The more God opens opportunity for you. From today, opportunities will not be lacking in your lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. He said, when you have 
eating and you are full, what else is a man looking for? If the issue of food is taken care of, you can imagine as you are seated there, you don't think about food anymore. You know and you know and you know that every day there will always be food for you on the table. What is expected of you to be doing? Just give thanks to God. There are so many people, even one square meal, they struggle to get it. But God has satisfied you. And if you are not yet there, God will take you there. Because that is the secret we are sharing with you this morning. So that you can also come up and grow up even in resources provided by God. I've known the Lord for a little while now. And I have seen people that we got to know Christ together. And as long as they are faithful to God, God just kept increasing them. If you are here today, let me see your hands up. Amen. <laughs> True testimonies. I look back as many who are faithful to God, God keep increasing them. Sometimes things happen in their life, they don't just know how. Somebody just come and say, look, this is an idea. You know, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. And before you know it, bam! Here's some of money in your account. And before you know it, somebody else comes again. Oh, you can do this. I want you to do it. And he gives you, bam! Here's some of money in your account. Who do you think is doing that? Is it you? No! It is the Lord. And the Lord, we keep doing that in our lives in the name of Jesus. What are the reasons for thanksgiving? Why should we give thanks to God? Number one, First Chronicles chapter 16, verse number 18. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse number 18. Are you with me? First Chronicles chapter 16. Verse number 18. Saying unto thee, Will I give the land of Canaan the lots of your inheritance? Number one reason why you should give thanks to God is because you have an inheritance in God. Let me hear somebody say inheritance. You have an inheritance in God. No matter who you are, no matter where you come from, as long as you are a child of God, you have an inheritance. Number one, you are a heir of God, and as a heir, you have inheritance. And this inheritance is not small. This inheritance is so big and so great that God said, I know the thought that I think towards you. The thought of what? Of good and not of what? Of evil to bring you to what? An expected end. There is a glorious end that awaits you. No matter where you are now. No matter who you are now. All that God expects from you is just begin to praise Him. And He will lead you and take you to that expected end. 
He will take you to that expected end. I said he will take you to that expected end. That's why I said, though my beginning might be small, my latter day shall greatly what? Increase. So don't allow the devil to walk you up. Don't allow the devil to bog you down. Don't allow the devil to put you in a place or a land of discouragement. Say, what is wrong with me? What is happening to me now? Instead of you complaining and murmuring, begin to give thanks. You will not die the way you are. In fact, you have not started at all. You have not started at all. Each time the devil comes to walk you up, he says, look at you. What are you doing? Your mates have gone ahead of you. It's not where you start or when you start. But it is God's timing. And we always say that God's time is what? It's the best. Always wait for God's timing. And while you are waiting, what is expected to be done? Give thanks to God. And that's the height of faith. What did I say? That is the height of faith. You have not seen it, but you believe it. And that was what Abraham was doing. The Bible said, against hope. Abraham did what? Believed in hope. That what God has said concerning him, it will come to pass. I'd like to say to you this morning, relax. What God has said concerning you will come to pass. Relax. You will get to your inheritance. You will enter into it. You will enjoy it. Believe the word of the Lord. You must learn to say to yourself, I have come to the person who said the reason why he came to the world is to give us joy and give us abundant life. He said, the thief cometh not, but to what? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's not my master. I have a new master now. In the name of what? Jesus Christ. He comes that we may have life and what? Enjoy life. That's why he came. It's not calling any of us to religion. Listen to me. Don't be religious. I am not religious. I am a son of God. Each time I feel that from which religion you belong, I just write, I'm a son of God. I'm not religious. I am called into a relationship. That's what Jesus comes to offer you and I. A relationship with the master where you can walk with him. Where you can consistently appreciate him, glorify him and honor him. And as you honor him, he also will honor you. Let me emphasize that. Jesus wasn't a religious person. And that's why the religious killed him. The religious could not understand him. So they killed him. So you must realize that you are not called to a religion. You are called to life. You are called to abundant life. You are called to a life of joy and fulfillment. So that at the end of your days here or now, when you are taking your last breath, you breathe, you breathe a breath of fulfillment. That's what Jesus has come to offer. Look at the life of Paul. He said, now I have finished my course. I have what? I have kept the faith. 
he was saying, declaring the kind of fulfillment that was in his heart. At the end of days for you, you will be fulfilled. I say you will be fulfilled. No regrets in the mighty name of Jesus. You will look back at your life and say, Father, glory be to your holy name. For some of us, our last breath will be, glory be to God. I said our last breath as we take our exit will be, glory be to God. Somebody did not hear me. I said your last breath when you leave this place will be what? Glory be to God. And as you enter into the fullness of his presence, you will keep saying, glory be to God. Have you experienced it before in your life? Maybe you are sleeping, you are singing a song, and you wake up singing that song. That's how God will take us to the next beyond. I, I thought somebody would say amen to that. You won't leave this world crying. There are people by the time they are leaving this world, you see they are already crying. A life filled with regret and pains. That is not what Jesus came to offer us. But if we will develop this attitude today, never in your life to forget God. You wake up in the morning, you are thinking God. You wake up, you go to bed at night, you are thinking God. And what is the best way to think God? To say, Father, thank you. Thank you for waking me up. Thank you for this brand new day. Thank you because you have loaded today with benefit. And as you continue in the day, you keep thanking him. And the benefits begin to locate you. I say in the name of Jesus from today, none of us will live by sweats. We will live by favor. We will live by favor. We will live by favor. God will steer up favor for us in the name of Jesus. That's what the Bible says. He said he will surround us with favor. Like what? Like a shield. In other words, everywhere you turn, you will find favor. I believe in hard work. Amen? I believe in being diligent. I believe in doing what you need to do as a person. That is scripture. He said, whatsoever your hand finds to do, you should do what? You should do it with everything and every fiber in your body. But before that work will come, you need favor to get the work. Amen? And I prophesy over your life that through thanksgiving, as you develop the habit from today, as you become what I call a praise machine, God will begin to instigate favor on your favor. I say God will begin to instigate favor on your favor. From favor to favor you will go. In the name of Jesus. It takes favor for a door to be opened. And this reminded me of Paul and Silas. Amen. They were caught and kept in the prison. Well secured. And what happened? The Bible said at midnight, they started what? Praying and giving thanks to God. There are some people to pray is always difficult. If you belong to that class, it is because your mouth has been closed spiritually. From today, every mouth that has been locked up, be open. I say be open. 
The command is open your mouth and I will feel it. From today, may that command work in your life. In the name of Jesus. Sometimes you see people praying and you see some people just their mouth closed. They are just looking. They can't. The spiritual vibe to be able to open their mouth is just not there. And sometimes I feel like that. Say, ah, pastor, yes. Yes, I feel like that. And when I feel like that, what do I do? I remember the scripture that says, enter his gates with what? With thanksgiving. I force myself to open my mouth and I begin to thank God. I begin to pace around in my prayer room, giving thanks to God, appreciating the almighty God. Before you know it, the thanks will develop into worship. And before you know it, as I worship him, inspiration for prayers will begin to come. That's how it works, friends. You can't assess God without thanksgiving. That's how important thanksgiving is. And as you assess God, you assess the greatest place in the whole universe, both in heaven and earth and, earth and underneath the earth. Each time as a child of God, you refuse to go to the presence of God, you are surcharging yourself. You will not live the fullness of life. And for you to assess that presence, you need to develop the attitude of thanksgiving. Father, thank you for the opportunity I had to enter your presence two hours ago. Father, thank you for every privilege you have given to me as a person. It opens doors. So while Paul and Silas were praising God, what happened? The Bible said there was a sudden earthquake. And what did that earthquake do? It break the prison doors. Everything tying you down, may they be broken. As I prophesy, receive it. Everything tying you down, may they be broken. Every yoke in your life, may they be destroyed. In the mighty name of Jesus. I saw a scripture not too long ago, very recently. The Bible says the Lord magnified the noise that the enemy of the people of God heard. And they thought that ah, they have gathered soldiers, they have gathered armies from all over to come and fight them. And what did they do? They took to their heels. From today, your praise, your thanksgiving will become a noise of war to your enemies. I say it will become a noise of war to your enemies. In the mighty name of Jesus. And when you look for them, you won't see them anymore. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number two, very quickly. Psalm 30 verse 4. Psalm 30 verse 4. Are you there with me? He says, sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his word, holiness. Give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For you to be able to give thanks, you must have a faculty that remembers incidents. There's a saying that whosoever can think can thank. 
You need a faculty that remembers incidents. Some of us, we forget so easily. That's why the devil is able to corner us in a place where we think that God has done nothing for us. And yet, God has done great things for us. Those times that you look, it looked like everything was difficult, God made a way for you. When you are able to remember things, it becomes easier for you to give thanks. From today, your memories are blessed. In the mighty name of Jesus. You know, your memory can be so sharp that you identify, "Mm -mm, this is the work of God. For instance, for me to be here this morning, I knew this was the work of God. And I gave him thanks for it. Amen. And some of us, we look around and we don't see things or reasons why we should give thanks to God in our lives. This is wrong. And it has to do with our memories. From today, I declare the word of God to you. Your memories are blessed. Your memories are blessed. Your memories are open to the Holy Spirit from today to begin to receive inspiration of great things that God has done in the name of Jesus. I remember our father in the Lord, Pastor here, the boy, he said he had an encounter and he felt that this is not in a dream and this is not supposed to be. It was like an oppressive state. And he said, no, this ought not to be. Why should I be afflicted in the dream? And he went to God and said, God, why this thing? And God said, I just want you to see the efforts I've been putting into your life so that you will not be devoured by your enemies. If you know the amount of efforts, if you know the amount of agent deployed to pull you down, To make you not to fulfill destiny. Every day you keep thanking God. You think you are standing because you are strong? Oh, you are only standing because of the grace of God. With the way we are built, naturally, not talking about the spiritual man, we are just like chickens in the hands of the devil. But thank God for Jesus who died and gave himself for us, so that through him and by him we can be saved and be delivered from the powers of darkness, translated into the kingdom of his dear son. And that's one of the major reasons we must learn to give thanks to the almighty God. You are no longer under the domain of darkness. If that is the only reason you wake up every morning and you move around town every day and at night you give thanks to God, Father, thank you for the salvation of my soul. Thank you for delivering me from the powers of darkness. Thank you, Lord, because, oh God, you have made a way for me where it looks as if there is no way. John the beloved cried when there was no one that could come to open the seal. 
Until when the lamb came to the scene and said, they said, we have found someone who is able to what? Open the sea. Then the sorrow of John turned to joy. If you know what salvation is all about, every minute, every second, every moment, you will give thanks to God. And that is why I want to make a call. Adventure, you are here today. You have not given your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Before you can even have access to give thanks to God at all, you must be born again. You must become a child of God. You must relinquish your authority and your power and bow before His Majesty who gave His life for you that you might be saved. The Bible said the father loved the son and has given him all things. And whosoever will be saved must come through him. There is no other name given unto man. Wherein we can be saved except through the name of the Holy Son of God, Jesus Christ. So, peradventure, you are here today. Let every eyes close and every head bow. You have not yet given your life to Jesus. Or you have given your life and you have taken it back. And you are living a life that doesn't glorify God. Today is the day of salvation. Today, if you hear his voice, do not add in your heart. One of the things that you need to do to enter into the realm of giving thanks is to first of all give thanks to God for your life. Return back to your maker and be saved. So if you are here today, just raise up your hand wherever you are. I'd like to lead you in prayers. Is there any such person here this morning? Raise up your hand to God. I'd like to pray with you where you are. Raise up your hand. Raise up your hand to God. Anybody here you want to give and surrender your life to Jesus? Anybody behind? Anybody behind? Praise God. I'm waiting for you. It is the best. God bless you. It is the best decision you can ever do. Or making life. Don't leave this place the same anymore. The price has been paid. Don't frustrate the grace of God. Don't frustrate the grace of God. God wants to make your life brand new. He wants to give, make, give your life meaning. If you are raising up your hand, just pray after me. Say, Father, I come to you today. Have mercy on me. Forgive me my sins. I ask, O oh God, for a new heart. For my current heart is highly deceptive and very wicked. Give me a new heart. Even as you forgive me. Make me a new creature. Because I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Savior. I believe that He is the way, the truth, and the life. And I have chosen to yield my life to him and to follow him for the rest of my life. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Father, I pray for this one raising up his hands. I ask, oh God, that you will truly show him mercy. You say, no one come to you that you will cast away. Father, receive him, oh God. Give him a new heart. Put a new spirit in him and make him a brand new person with all things passing away. In the name of Jesus. Let his thoughts, O oh God, be transformed. In the name of Jesus. Let his heart from today be receptive to the scriptures and to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. The rest of us, let's stand on our feet. I strongly believe that God has done so many things in our life. But what God is saying to you today, in everything, give thanks. Can you repeat that to yourself? In everything, I will give thanks. Even in my ability to stand up. There are some people I saw on wheelchair yesterday. They couldn't stand on their feet. But you, you can sit down and stand up so many times. Say, Father, even in my ability to stand up, I give you thanks. Ability to sit down, I give you thanks. Ability to eat and for the food to digest, I give you thanks. Ability to go to the toilet, I give you thanks. These are all things done by God and by no one else. Just lift up your voice and begin to thank God for everything He has ever done in your life. Give Him praise, give Him praise, give Him praise. Give Him praise for every ability He has given to you. Give Him praise for all your organs that are working. Give Him praise for all your organs that are working. Oh, that's why the scripture says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Say to your heart, My heart, praise the Lord. My heart, bless the name of the Lord. My lungs, my arteries, my veins. Give God praise. Appreciate Him. Glorify Him. Magnify Him. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to be glorified. He is worthy to be glorified. Mazatalika brede gebosh. Ma preteke zeteriaratakaba. Like brede gebo. If you will praise him, you will see his hand. If you will praise him, you will see his wonders. If you will praise Him, if you will give Him thanks, you will see Him multiplying things that have come your way. Oh yes, our God is a multiplier. Our God is a multiplier. Our God can feed you. Our God can take care of you. Our God knows how to build houses. Our God knows how to provide. He's a good God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, King of glory. Thank you, ancient of days. Thank you, lion of the tribe of Judah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. There was a time a wonderful program was concluded and our daddy in the Lord, Pastor E. Adeboye, went home and just went to relax. And in the night, God woke him up. And the question that God asked him, why didn't you give thanks concerning that program? Oh, you think you have come of age that everything done is, was done by your power. And he said he felt very bad in him and started apologizing to God. And right from that moment, most of the time he goes out to pray. What does he do? Just to worship and give thanks to God. Sometimes we think 
when we get some things or do something is by our own might. Oh, I can pray. That's why it happened. It's because I prayed. Prayer is very good. It's good to call upon the name of the Lord. The Bible says, whosoever call upon his name shall be what? Saved. But friends, the highest form of prayer that will not end in this world is the prayer of what? Appreciation, thanksgiving, worship. So we must learn that attitude. And one of the hindrances is our memory. It's not that we don't want to praise Him. But our memory is taken over by several other events that we forget to give thanks. You are going to say, Father, from today, I will never forget. Help me to never forget to appreciate you for small things, for medium things, for great things. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Help me never to forget. Help me never to forget those little favors. I'm the one that see them as little, Father. But it went a long way. Help me never to forget. Let my memory be blessed enough. I'm very sensitive to identify the things you do around me. Help me, O oh God, to always be triggered up to give thanks. In this journey, O oh God, help me, O oh God, to always be triggered up to give thanks. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, let this word remain in the heart of your children for life in the name of Jesus. Understanding the fact that all through this, our journey in life, that all we need is to learn to appreciate you. And as we give you thanks, you keep doing things for us. What a great God, the Almighty, who have chosen to serve us. And he said, the best way I can serve you and I will continue to serve you and multiply it is for you to give me thanks. For you never to forget me. From today, we decree that the forgetful memory is gone in the name of Jesus. Let the memory to always remember be our portion from today. Every second, every minute, every hour. Let's not defer any reason for thanksgiving. Let's do them instantly. We may be walking on the street. Let us do them instantly. We may be in the bus. Let us do them instantly. Until we become a praise and a thanksgiving machine. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Bless your people. Enlarge their course. Let the sick be healed. Let the oppressed be delivered. Thank you. In Jesus' name we are prayed.